Hello and welcome to episode 43, 43 of the Making Margin podcast. My name is Nick Foy. I'm the founder of Greenway Wealth Advisors, a financial plan investment management firm based in the south end of Charlotte, North Carolina. We're going to talk about year-end stuff today because we're getting up on year-end. With me today, locally, in our office, let's do remotely first because you guys are unmuted right now. Remotely, from her home outside of Nashville, Tennessee, Allie Crouch. Hey. From his home in Huntersville, North Carolina, Jeff Eminger. Hello. Allie is our Director of Client Experience. Jeff is our Director of Financial Planning. Locally in the office, up on up in the loft, is my wife and our CFO and a Senior Advisor, Natalie Foy. Hello, everyone. And at his desk, Senior Advisor with our firm, Mr. Drew Harris. Hey there. Hello, everybody. It's really good to see all of you. Um, Allie um, was one of those. She's a big Swifty. Yes. She's she one of those who really struggled recently. Have you recovered from your Ticketmaster experience yet? I don't think I'll ever recover from my Ticketmaster experience. Did you end up getting tickets? I did. I did. But they're way up in the nosebleeds. They are in the nosebleeds, but they are actually not. We were very upset when we got them, but we have come to terms with the fact that they're actually not that bad. And the fact that we got tickets at all is a miracle. So it's a miracle from the Lord above. Yeah. We were spoiled with the reputation tour. And so we were, we had, we had really good seats. So that was like a, they were way worse. Hopefully she took down Ticketmaster. Hopefully that's the end result of this. Well, she's taking them down. So we'll see if it works. Hopefully she treats them like an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Hopefully. It didn't work uh, in the 90s when that other band tried to take them down. I remember who it was. I don't know who it was. Well, that was pre-Live Nation also. That was before the whole Live Nation thing, yeah. which has made everything worse. Um, on the way to work today, we pull in. T- we get all the way. We live about a mile from the office, but we pull into the parking lot and we have on our Sirius XM, one of the presets is Kids Bop Radio. And uh, <laughs> pulled in, I realized Kids Bop. So when, when my daughter's in the car, she'll put on Kids Bop. And we are come back from swimming last night. I take her to swim practice. I bring her home and she puts on Kids Bop. And I tell her, like, sometimes I listen for a while without realizing that Kids Bop is still on <laughs> in the car. And that happened today. But last night, so Kids Bop will take these adult songs and then they'll change the lyrics to make them kid appropriate. And you know what song they did? I'm assuming one of the Tay songs. No. Nah. Close. Fancy like Applebee's. Oh. <laughs> Except the part where they say, I mean, they changed some lyrics. Bougie like Natty in the styrofoam. They changed it to bougie like donuts in the styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's pretty funny, though. Um, anyway, if you ever get a chance to listen to some Kids Bop Radio, I don't recommend it. All right. First but question. Your, your, favorite, your favorite Kids Bop song though is bruno mars that's what i like good luck yeah. changing that song <laughs> why even yeah, try but they did There's bruno mars that's what i like they, yeah they say instead of strawberry champagne on ice which is that even a thing i mean yeah. the whole song is about people having sex and bruno most of bruno mars's songs i think are but strawberry champagne and ice they change it to strawberry milkshakes on ice that at least makes sense. You would put a strawberry milkshake on ice. Not as a like, small child in front of the fireplace in your Miami condo, though, you know? 
bring some like, Balenciaga vibes. Oh, uh, it's so funny. Um, all right. First question, unrelated to finance, since we're there. When can you start listening to Christmas music? What's the date? November 1st. Okay. Everyone else, what's the date? I think it's I November think it's 1st November in our 1st. household as well. <laughs> the day so after like Thanksgiving. I get along so well. That's right. <laughs> Would you say that? December 1st? I say December 1st. Not even the day after Thanksgiving. There might be an exception if you're setting up Christmas decorations. Yeah, you then you can have Christmas without, music playing. Yeah. Okay. Only yeah. because we were only because we're traveling, we list we set up our decorations early though, because we're not going to be here for Christmas. You wouldn't so. set them up until December first. Don't tell everybody that. Someone might try to rob our house. <laughs> we got we got very excellent security. No, we wouldn't set them up until December first necessarily, normally. It's cringes. I love this sort of an annual tradition that Allie listens to Christmas music on uh, starting November first and continues through March. To be fair, this year I took a break because Taylor Swift's album came out, so Mostly, I was listening uh, to that. Else listen to yeah, good. Um, all right, so there's your year-end uh, holiday planning. Um, we're gonna talk about year-end tax planning and um, what you should be thinking about, potentially should be doing between now and the end of the year. Things that might have an impact on how much tax you pay in April, how much you owe. Um, and so there's sort of a few broad subjects, and we'll narrow those down. If you have questions or comments or want feedback or anything, feel free to go under our website, greenwaywealth.com, and grab time with any of our planners. And some of the things maybe oh, you need to talk to a CPA, and that's okay too. Um, but we're going to go through a few year-end tax planning tips, broad categories. Why are you laughing? Natalie's muted, but she's laughing at me. <laughs> I, I just looked up the kids' bot lyrics. for. That's what I like. Sorry. Good. <laughs> Back to oh, tax planning. Back to tax planning. Next time we'll do a whole episode on that. If you listen um, to Kids Pop while you're preparing your taxes, this could be a lot more enjoyable. Totally. Or less enjoyable. What's the one thing that can make taxes work? <laughs> Kids Pop blaring in the background. Jeff Eminger, let's go with education planning first. Things, if you have a child who is either in college or you might want to send to college someday... Uh, Jeff's sort of our education expert here at the firm. What things should uh, that person be thinking about? Well, 529s are the most utilized college planning tool. And um, it there's no federal tax benefit for those. But depending on the state you live in, there might be a state tax benefit. Some states you have to use their 529. There are a handful of states that you can use a 529 anywhere. And um, you could get a deduction on those contributions. Um, so check on your local state rules because there's too many to list off which do and don't have uh, the deduction, but th that's a big one. 529s, I like it. Yeah, each state handles that a little bit differently. There are good plans and bad plans. I guess you could potentially make a contribution into a bad plan and get the state deduction if it's your state's plan and then transfer the money into a good plan, couldn't you? Or just leave it in there Good, for yeah. some period of time. Uh, you have to check. Yeah. Some states have different rules on when money leaves the accounts. Um, but I don't know about transfers specifically. Distributions, though, some states, the money has to be in there for a certain amount of time before you can get a deduction or they can reclaim from the tax side. Uh, the other account that people should be aware of are the ABLE accounts, A-B-L-E. Uh, there is a website on that 
it allows people to save money for individuals with disabilities. And there's some deductions involved with that as well. So check on that if you think that might be um, something that you are eligible for. Okay, that's cool. Uh, charitable giving, people think about before year end. Drew Harris, talk to me about what options are available there for people that want to get a charitable gift in under the deadline before 1231. Yeah, so if you are going to be itemizing your deductions, um, then charitable deduction, the charitable contributions is a good lever uh, to pull um, to uh, increase that. Or if you're on the threshold and needed to jump over that itemized uh, deduction or uh, standard deduction. So one thing for everybody, you can just make a charitable gift uh, to a charity, but one, uh, I guess, tool that we like to use is donor advised funds, um, where you can make a gift um, to what is a charity, a 501c3, but essentially a conduit for being able to give to other charities. And if you're able, and if you do have still have appreciated shares, you can give those. One technique in uh, to use is bunching. Uh, so you could actually give for 2023 and 2022 uh, to make certain that you're over that. Um, so you can Google um, charitable bunching, uh, talk to an advisor, talk to CPA. But then another uh, technique, and this is for you know those who are at least 70 and a half, uh, but probably more appropriate for those who are 72, is a QCD, um, a qualified charitable distribution. And so you can give up to $100,000 directly to a charity from an IRA, and it would satisfy your RMD if you are uh, required to make a required minimum distribution. And it can lower your overall income. And so it's uh, for those who are doing RMDs, those who are charitably inclined, a really good tool for uh, reducing your tax bill. Yeah, I think it's only 72 now. I know that what we sent out says 70 and a half, but it's only people who are subject to an RMD that are eligible for a QCD. And I think we're past the point of anybody 70 and a half that would be. Yeah, exactly. I think that it may be required, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyone who's, who's subject to an RMD can yep. get a QCD and that also can, uh, um, like we have a lot of clients who are sort of on the bubble as far as their Medicare surcharge and social mm-hmm. security taxation. That's one of those levers that can be kind of careful about, but a QCD qualified charitable distribution doesn't affect that. So, yeah. um, the check has to be made out directly to the charity. Oh, go ahead. That's exactly right. I was going to just say it needs to be made directly to the charity. You can't send it to the donor advised fund. Um, don't send yeah. it to yourself. Uh, so and get it out before uh, year end. Yeah, and every custodian handles that a little bit differently. Some people will say we'll make it out to the charity, but we'll send it to you, and then you take it to the charity. And some people, because they know it came from you, because otherwise the check that comes from the IRA doesn't necessarily work, or they they don't know who it came from. It'll just say Schwab or Vanguard or whatever. So all right, that's a great one. Um, we've been doing a lot of tax loss harvesting this year because the market is down thus far. It might end up, who knows, but so far for the year, it's down. Um, How do you take advantage of that? Natalie, talk to me about that. Yeah. So if you have funds in a taxable account, one thing you can do is you can look at them to see if you have capital gains or capital losses. And for ones where you have capital losses, you can sell those shares. You can take that loss. That loss will offset any 
gains that you've realized. Um, and there is matching of short-term losses and short-term gains and matching of long-term gains on, and long-term losses. But if you have in excess, more losses in excess of gains, then you can take that up to $3,000 to reduce your ordinary income. Um, and any leftover losses can carry forward to future years. And, and again, using $3,000 until you deplete the total loss. So that's a great way to go ahead and take some of those losses, offset um, the taxes you do have to pay on any gains or just offset ordinary income. The one thing I would uh, be careful of is if you sell a fund, you cannot buy back into that fund for 30 days. Otherwise, it's considered a wash sale. So um, just be mindful of if you're selling something that you're then buying a different fund, a different fund that is doing hopefully something similar if you have a um, strategic allocation. Um, but just be be careful not to buy into the same fund for at least 30 days. That includes dividends that get reinvested too, that uh, wash sale rule does. So even if a dividend reinvests and spits back into it, uh, you have that, that portion you can't take a loss on. That's good, Nat. Thank you. Um, and that's one of those where Obviously, you don't want to see losses, but it can help you. If, like, if you have large individual positions, even if they have a gain on them, you want to exit them. Uh, you can either donate them, like you said, or you can offset those gains with losses or some combination of those two things uh, to help minimize your tax bill and accomplish what you want to accomplish. would also say taking advantage of maxing out your retirement savings plan through work or through your traditional IRA, if you're eligible for a deduction there. So the 401k is a little bit harder to kind of pick up. You got to increase your contributions kind of late in the game and you only have one or two more paychecks maybe to go. If you're eligible for a traditional IRA deduction, which is pretty thin actually, like the number of people that are eligible for a traditional IRA deduction. And for those that are, probably doesn't necessarily make that much sense because you might be eligible for a Roth IRA too. But if you are eligible for a traditional IRA deduction, you got till April to do that. But for the 401k, um, you basically increase your contribution. For some plans, it makes sense to do the pre-tax or for some people do a pre-tax and for some people, it makes sense to do a Roth 401k if you have that option in your plan. Um, but either way, trying to get more into that plan before year end, getting as close to maxing it out as you can might be smart. What we tell people is like, at least contribute up to the match um, if your company has a match. That tends to make sense because you get free money. And I think um, checking your withholding and making sure that you don't, that you're not going to owe a bunch or getting a heads up if you are. So the IRS has a tax withholding estimator on their website, and you can basically plug in information from your most recent pay stub and figure out if you've withheld enough for the year. If you don't withhold enough during the year, it's possible that you're subject to tax penalty and you might want to file a new W-4 with your employer to change the amount of taxes that are being withheld. If you're married filing jointly, keep in mind that uh, it's going to take both pay stubs to figure out whether or not you've withheld enough during the year. And then for people who are making quarterly payments, like quarterly estimated payments to IRS, because you're not working, uh, you don't have any withholding, or maybe you're self-employed, um, keeping up with those is important. And if you're retired and you're taking withdrawals from your IRA, you can actually use those IRA withdrawals to help cover your tax bill. So if you've got, if you think you're going to owe say $15,000 in federal tax and you got an RMD that's $20,000, you can withhold 
$15,000 from that RMD to cover your tax bill and not have to do quarterly estimated payments. And that's one thing that can make life a little bit easier to not have to keep up with those. And you can even do that before year end if you've underwithheld. Uh, just do a IRA distribution and do some withholding from there is a possibility. Anything else you guys are thinking of for yeah. year end? One other thing um, is to max out your HSA if you have if you have not already done that. Um, That's and you good. Have- the extra cash to be able to do it, uh, maxing that out by year end. That's a 1231 um, deadline, I believe. Is that right? I think you from your paycheck it is if you're doing it from there. But you can make a contribution outside of that up till the tax deadline. We should yeah, double check right. that. That's right, Jeff? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you've got so up until a, your tax filing deadline. But if you're doing paycheck deductions, then that's your last chance is the end of the year. But the HSA is kind of unique because it can handle both of those. You know, it can be deferred from salary or you can make your own contribution. But that does reduce your taxable income. Yeah, and anyone with a high deductible health plan is eligible for that, no matter what your income is. It's our favorite. We've got a whole podcast episode on the health savings account. Maybe multiple ones, I don't know. Something that does have a year-end deadline is Roth conversions. So if you're in a position where you think Roth conversion might make sense for you, now is the time to to take a look at that. And that's taking money from your traditional IRA, moving it to your Roth. Some 401k plans allow you to do the same. It's called intraplan conversion, where you can take money from pre-tax 401k and move it to Roth. And yeah, to Jeff's point, both of those have 1231 deadlines. Um, And basically, you're just accelerating. So if, if you're in a lower bracket this year for one reason or the other, uh, taking advantage of that. Um, if you think you're going to be in a higher bracket later on, uh, this might be a good year to do that. That's good. Um, one thing around our office that's mildly disappointing is that because Allie moved to Tennessee, um, there are currently no Christmas decorations in our office. She used to do such a lovely job of preparing us for the season. Um, no, this the is, stuff is all in the closet. You guys can put it up. Well, I was wondering. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I was just wondering I if it's possible for us just to fly you out for a weekend just to decorate the office. If a peppermint mocha is involved, then I'll do it. A single peppermint mocha. Maybe two. <laughs> all right. We'll talk about it. I think it's something that we can swing and be worth it. Make it so festive. I played Christmas music in the office the other day, even though it's not December 1st. I guess today it is as of recording. Um, and it was great. It sounded great, but it's just very different without some garland up the staircase and a tree in the lobby. Sure. Is that a lobby coffee area? I don't know. So when you can get back and then the other news is we got a new coffee pot at the office as well. It's a Keurig that has the Keurig pod as well as a pot where you can make a regular pot of coffee. It's like the dual thing. We haven't oh. made a pot of coffee yet. I think I'm going to do that today though. Fancy. Um, but there was a there's an Amazon Black Friday sale on one of these, and uh, there's never been like a good cup of cured coffee. You just drink it because you have to. Um, so I got coffee that I think. So if you are interested in coming in and having a cup of coffee, Allie, you're welcome, and also anyone else listening, uh, we'll be happy to brew up a real pot. Anything else? Year end? Should we be thinking about? We did an episode once about um, how to not spoil your children with gifts. That was a good one. You guys have older kids. Yeah, it was a year ago. Your kids are older now, so you got to be kind of thinking about that. You're getting the main thing for Christmas this year? My dad is getting my four year, almost four year old, a bike, a real bike now with pedals and everything. No way. That's awesome. So cool. 
He'll be really bad at it, but that's okay. <laughs> that's how they start. Has he done a balance yeah. bike yet? Yeah, he's really good at his balance bike. You're going to be amazed. It is amazing when they go from the balance bike. If they've been, if they're good at that, they just ride off. It is so much better than training wheels. I don't know, my child is not a physically coordinated human, so we'll see. <laughs> you think mine is? <laughs> that's good. That's going to be a great gift. Do they, they do Santa? Kind of. Excellent. Well, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful holiday season. I hope this has been helpful. And like I said, if you have questions or comments or want to talk to us more about any of these items, feel free to make an appointment at greenwaywealth.com. Thank you.